Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. I'm going to run through this real quick. It's going to feel like you have added a 2.0 to your speed on your podcast. That's fine. going to be talking pretty quick. If you need to slow it down, that's totally fine. But we're going through this because it's a very busy day. I have approximately 20 minutes to get this done before someone comes home. And that's the pace that we're going at today. If it feels chaotic, welcome to my life. There's a lot going on right now and a bit of a transition and we don't need to talk anything more about that, but I wanted to let people know that that is why this episode is short. That is why there has not been a ton of activity on the Hotter Than Health social media, which again, I only think about that. Y'all probably don't think about that, but here's what I will ask. Before we get started, remember that we are selling the Hotter Than Health tote bags. They are the produce bags. They're on elizagwellness.com. They're amazing. I use them everywhere. I have three around me. One is very, very worn and I need to wash it, but it's because I take it to the grocery store every day. And what I like about it is that it doesn't It actually absorbs some of the water from the fresh produce aisle, so I'm really into that. If you're interested in the Hotter Than Health tote bag, you can check it out. It's on sale, elizagwellness.com, and it will be shipped out to you ASAP. Also, if you are interested, I am taking on only two clients for the month of February, and if you want to be one of those people, uh, go ahead, head to elizagwellness.com. You can either schedule a one-on-one, one-hour nutrition consultation where we go through your lifestyle, we make modifications, and then I send you follow-up supplementary information, as well as we go through what modifications you can make immediately on the spot after that call, or you can schedule a strategy call, which is basically where we're figuring out if you are wanting to deep dive into health wellness and you want to learn good, better habits, different habits, uh, lose a more significant amount of weight, gain muscle, whatever your goal is, whether it is trying to get more regular with your digestion, increase your natural energy, understanding why you are not, why you feel like you're falling asleep midday every single day and essentially deep diving into your own personal wellness. That is the three-month program that I offer. That is the one where I'll only be taking on two clients. Typically, I work with women who are into health and wellness and often are working out pretty regularly, not seeing any results, not understanding, feeling like they are going through cycle after cycle after diet after diet, often tracking macros, and we get out of that mindset and we... We get into healthy habits and we find sustainable ways for you to understand what's actually going on with food, why it makes you feel a certain way, and what modifications need to be made in a sustainable fashion. That's what the strategy call is figuring out if you want to do. Either of them work. Sign up for either. You're not locked into anything immediately, but highly recommend because I think February is going to be a busy month. Very excited. Okay, today we are talking about pre and post workout foods, snacks, beverages, and all the hype. When I talk about pre workout, I'm not talking about the bubblegum flavored cotton candy hydro fuel that you're getting from a bright red, shiny tub from GNC. I'm t- talking about something that you scoop. It's caffeine, your skin feels like it's on fire, you're itchy, you're like slapping your head and itching your scalp, running around the gym, having no idea what you're doing, just like crack cocaine fairy. We're not talking about that. 
we are talking about fuel for pre-workout, fuel for post-workout. What does it, what makes the most sense for you at what stage of your day during your workout? A question that often comes up, and I want to address this first because this is something that inevitably comes up when talking about pre-workout. And again, pre-workout, food, fuel, what your ritual is before your workout. If you are someone that works out in the morning, let's call it let's call it 7 a.m., a pretty popular time to work out. Let's say you're a 7 a.m. workout fan, whatever it is. Let's say you work out at 7 a.m. consistently and maybe it is a more high-intensity interval training class. Maybe you're going to the gym and lifting weights. Maybe you are doing, you're doing some sort of physical activity that's more on the high-intensity end in the morning. You wake up at 6, you're working out at 7, you're eating around 8.30 or 9. I think that's a pretty sustainable schedule because you're not eating too far after you're working out. The the problem becomes when you wake up at 7, you are having a cup of coffee. So likely so that you can poop before your workout, let's be honest. You have your cup of coffee, you have some water, you do your vitamins, your rituals, or whatever. You work out an hour later. Then you think, oh, well, it's almost... 9, 9.30, I still have to shower, so I'll eat lunch or breakfast around 11. Seems like a good schedule. However, what's actually happening is the coffee has been an appetite suppressant. The workout within itself, I bet you anything, if you're listening to this podcast, you have been in the instance of you just worked out kind of hard. You're not hungry right after you work out. What then happens is your appetite is suppressed when your body actually needs some fuel. And not unfortunately, one of the ways that you can remedy this is by having a little bit of food basically right after your workout or beforehand. That is going to signal your body to begin that sugar burning, carb burning mode. And it gets your metabolism going just a little bit so that after your workout, you're not sustaining this long period of time where you're not working, you're not eating. And the problem with going so long after your workout without eating, and I mean so long as in four hours, three to four hours after you wake up, you're eating, but you're adding caffeine, but you're adding a workout. What happens is you're adding extra stress and raising your levels of cortisol, the stress hormone, to a point where your body no longer feels that it's safe to be burning fat. It's actually going to hold on to that. This is when people ask about intermittent fasting. Well, shouldn't I be working out on an empty stomach? The answer is, I don't know, because every single person is going to be different. Personally, I know that if I wake up at six or seven, I'm going to be working out an hour or an hour and a half later. Maybe I'll have a cup of coffee before that, but I still wait about 45 minutes to an hour after I wake up to have that cup of coffee. It's not immediately spiking me. We have had a whole podcast. If you're interested in this, it's one of our, I think it's the most recent solo episode that I did talking about caffeine and 
anxiousness and how caffeine can affect your stress hormones in the morning. But when it comes to your workout, I think a general rule of thumb is especially if you're doing a high intensity interval training type of workout or something that's really getting you going in the morning, you don't want it to get past that three or four hour mark that you've woken up and you still haven't eaten food. We want to make sure that our body feels like it is in a safe and food expectant space. Does that make sense? Once we get to a space where our body, it it cannot predict when it's getting food next or it's getting fuel next, it will continue to hold on to stored fat. I've said this before. If you are, let's say you're in debt, you aren't, you're living paycheck to paycheck, you have tons of debt, you are struggling financially. If someone comes up to you and says, hey, can I have a thousand dollars? Hell no, you're not going to, absolutely not. Now, if you have a surplus and you have a consistent paycheck every single month, you, you're you able to put away savings, you're out of debt, you're, you're feeling good, you're at like a pretty moderate space. If someone says, hey, can I borrow a couple hundred dollars? Yeah, sure, because I'm expecting to get it back or I know that more is coming to replace it. What I'm saying is that the more deficit you keep yourself in, especially in that early part of the day, adding on caffeine, which spikes your blood sugar levels, adding on a high intensity interval training workout, your body is not going to be in a state of thinking it needs to, it can sacrifice anymore. And if we know that fat is easier to hold on to than muscle, why would a body say, oh, well, I'm going to hold on to the harder thing to hold on to. It's going to hold on to the, what's easy to hold on to, which is fat. This is not, this is just what is happening biologically in our bodies. So when it comes to intermittent fasting, I think that if you know that you are going to have a really busy morning and you aren't going to be prioritizing a meal in the morning, then the night before, have a bar ready, have a blender bomb ready, have some type of shake that you're going to shake up and a piece of toast and a banana, something that is going to give you a bit of sustenance 30 to 40 minutes after your workout. And it's, you might not be super hungry. You might not be starving for that meal, but if you're doing any type of intense workouts, you'd need to be fueling yourself 30 to 40 minutes afterwards. And this is, again, this is general. Each person is going to be different, but there are too many people out there who are intermittent fasting in the morning. And I'm not saying intermittent fasting isn't good. It's a good thing. There are ways to do it. We'll talk about that. But there are way too many people out there who are under eating and pushing their bodies for too long after they wake up that they're skipping an entire third of their meals of that day. And they're expending way more energy. And you might think calories in versus calories out to an extent. To an extent. I know women that can starve themselves and will not budge on the scale because their stress hormones are holding on to so much fat and cortisol and stress. That's not what we want. We don't want to be holding on to stress. We want to fuel our body and give it comfort and know that food is coming. You can work out and know that food is coming and your body will naturally begin to crave food at that certain time. So in the beginning, while it might not be that easy to fuel yourself after a workout, maybe you're not that hungry, it will happen over time. 
And then you'll realize, you'll think, oh my gosh, how did I, how could I have possibly gone this long? When there are, when, if you are in this position, and I say this because I've heard this more times than I can even count, women, men waking up early, working out, coffee or no coffee, water or no water, maybe even having like a half a bite of a bagel or something, but waking up, working out, doing this high intensity interval training workout, and then going straight into their day. And then two hours later, having a bar, then wondering what the heck my meals are healthy. Why am I not, why am I not seeing the results that I want to see at that point? It it isn't even about, are your other meals healthy? I mean, that matters a lot, but are your other meals healthy? It's, it's more a matter of, are you fasting too much so that your body's holding on to stress and it's no longer a productive fast? If you want to have a productive fast, but still work out in the morning and then have that 12 hour to 14 hour fasted window, that's when it comes into eating an earlier dinner. Eat, eat at seven and then eat your breakfast, eat at 7 p.m., eat your breakfast at 9 a.m. after your, your workout, an hour after your workout. That's a good 14 hour window when you're still getting some of the benefits of fasting. You are giving your digestive system a break. You are flexing your metabolism and your metabolic boundaries just slightly to the edge, but not to the point where it's stressing your body because there is going to be that fine line when you get so hungry that your body is, it also, when you eat again, you're not that hungry. You're, you're not, you get full so much faster. That's what I wanted to touch on with intermittent fasting. When it comes to what you're actually eating before a workout, And again, we're not talking about timing windows necessarily. We're just talking about what type of fuel is going to be optimal for a workout. When you think about before a workout, you want to be prioritizing. A lot of people prioritize protein before a workout, which is fine, but it's not ideal. If we could prioritize one macronutrient, it would be carbohydrates. Before your workout, you want to give yourself, if you're someone who wants to work, eat before your workout, maybe you're an evening workout person or you are working out at 11, 9 even, and you're waking up at 7, you think, oh, I should have a little something. Carbohydrates that are not going to be super taxing on your digestion. So when I say carbohydrates, I don't mean a can of beans necessarily because that could cause a little bit of digestive disruption. There's a lot of fiber in there and things could get toe up. I would recommend doing something simple, a little bit of sugar and a little bit of carbohydrate. So fruit is a really fantastic pre-workout that I have found. You could also do something like a piece of toast with a bit of banana, a little honey. I, I think fruit is fantastic. I used to do just a half of a green juice. I would make green juices at home and I would have half of that before my workout so that I wasn't I wasn't burping up a ton of food. I wasn't super full from oatmeal. Um, I didn't have to scarf down an entire banana, which bananas I'm hit or miss with. Sometimes they make me gag. Sometimes I think that it's weird because a lot of people have said that. And if you ask, you know, you might think, oh, that's not me. I don't know what you're talking about. Gag on a banana. It's not a sexual thing. But if you ask a group of people that you're around, you're like, how do you feel about bananas? I guarantee you, if you bring up gagging, they will absolutely agree. And they'll be like, I totally get what you mean. It's not a direct gag. It's just something about it. I don't know if it's the dryness or if it's the flavor, whatever it is. I actually love bananas. Love the artificial flavor of banana. But either way, have a banana. I love to do a green juice because it's straight fructose going straight into your bloodstream. And then you get a little bit of energy without your, without your 
digestive system having to do a ton of work. We want to avoid our body. Like if you're going to do just a whole bean burrito before a workout, even if you do half a bean burrito, you're going to be a little bit more full. So doing what you can to have something simple to digest, banana, piece of toast, a little bit of a oat-filled granola bar, a green juice. You could do, and if you're on the saltier side, you could do, again, a little bit of toast, maybe a little bit of hummus. You could do a, now I'm trying to think of salty things that would be really good. I mean, everything is good that is salty, like some sourdough. I'm just thinking of bread. If you're an afternoon person, you can do a little bit of rice in your lunch, some sweet potatoes, sweet potato toast. That's always really good. That's, that's what I would say, but if you can add a little protein to that, that's fantastic. But again, this is if you're just looking for a snack before a workout, not an entire meal. So you want to prioritize the carbohydrates fast acting. You're using the carbohydrates and the energy from that food to fuel your workout. When you are finished with your workout, something that I don't think people really think about is, you know how they say, and I, if you've heard this on other podcasts and you've heard me talk about this before, it's redundant, but it's, I want to, I want to really bring this home. When you're working out, you're lifting muscle or you're lifting weights and you are taxing your, you're stressing your body in a, in a good way. You are, I'm sorry, sirens just started happening and then my mind went to a dark place and now I've lost my train of thought. After your workout, you have just been ripping, tearing, shredding your muscles. That's why they say, oh, you're shredded. Oh, you're cut up, ripped after a workout. I mean, nobody's saying that to me, but you've heard it. And what's happening is you're causing these little tiny micro tears in your muscles. And when you go back in to patch them up, to fill in those little tears, you want to fill it in with something that is going to be repair centric. So protein. Protein is a really dominating micro macronutrient that is going to help to repair and provide you with essential amino acids that are the building building blocks to protein. Protein is something that is going to help repair and build your muscles. It also helps to turn off the hunger hormones. It helps to balance blood sugar levels, and it gets us to an overall really balanced state. If you're only doing protein, then you're missing out on key energy coming from micro, uh, coming from carbohydrates. You're missing some really essential nutrients that come from healthy fats. But for all intensive purposes for this podcast, we're just talking about post-workout. We want to prioritize protein. This could look like a couple of hard-boiled eggs. Now, reminder, in hard-boiled eggs, there is still fat coming from the yolk. So if you want to do some egg whites, if you're really serious about it, but I would just do a couple eggs. Eggs on a piece of toast, so you're getting a little carbohydrate and some protein. One of my personal favorites is scrambled egg whites. If you have time for this, scrambled egg whites with a ton of veggies, tiny bit of avocado on the side, and a big piece of sourdough bread. If you are someone who eats meat, then I would even say, sir, there's a man walking right outside our window, and he's walking so, 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 so slow. That's far too slow for my comfort, sir. He's gone. But maybe he's just listening. Maybe he's like, damn. Nope, he's definitely not. He's just watching. Ugh. Anyways, when if you are someone that prioritizes meat, eats meat, then you could do some 
fresh turkey on a piece of bread. You could do, I don't know why I said turkey. That's like the last thing I would ever recommend to everyone. I, I don't know why I said that, but if you're a turkey person, go for it. But you could do some, some sort of meat, some sort of protein, uh, a chicken, a beef with some rice, some sweet potato, but that's normally if you're an after workout, afternoon, evening workout person. If you're in the morning, then I would say do a protein shake, do some Organifi protein. And that's, that is the protein powder. You've heard me talk about it before, but that's the protein powder I use. I even used it yesterday. I was rushing. I only had one bomb bar. So like the uh, blender bombs, I'd do the protein bar and then I said, okay, I'd still need a little bit more. So I blended one scoop of the chocolate Organifi plant protein mixed with one banana and then some chia seeds. And this was after a workout. This was like an hour and a half after a workout. So I was getting pretty hangry. So I knew I needed more of a meal. So I did that mini smoothie and then I did a bar and it filled me up. And I, it was one of those meals that I wasn't super excited about, but I knew I needed something. And I didn't even think about another meal for maybe three and a half hours. That's, that's how you can tell that it's a nice, good balanced meal. We had carbohydrates. We had a little bit of fat coming from the bomb bar and the chia seeds. We had protein and we had carbohydrates coming from the banana. That was, again, if we're trying to hit three out of four of the components of a, a balanced meal, that hit it. And you know it's a good balanced meal when you don't really even think about food until your body gets naturally hungry three or four hours later. That was what I was going for yesterday, and that's exactly what I did. Crushed it, nailed it. The So that's what I would do after a workout. So if you need something, if you're someone who's traveling all the time and you need a bar that you want good ingredients, but you want good a, a good amount of protein, have some Organifi. And I do have fun news about their packaging that is going to be so, so helpful, especially if you're someone who has been ordering the Organifi protein. I, they're shipping it to me soon. I'm pumped and just be on the lookout for that. If you do want to try it out, highly recommend using my code. It's HTH and you get 20% off of any of their products. I do the greens powder every single morning. I love their protein. I'm obsessed. And it's something that I would recommend to everybody. But if you want to use the code, it's the biggest code that they offer anywhere. So you can use, if you even head to their website right now, then you're not going to be getting that much of a discount. Plug in HTH and you'll get 20% off. Or you can go to the link in the show notes and it'll take you right there. But you could do a scoop of Organifi protein in your oatmeal. That's something that I really love to do. You could do a bit of some lentils. You could do tofu. You could do any type of protein that you really like to do. If it's around lunchtime, add a little bit of, um, you could do salmon. You could do like a a canned tuna mixed with some nice herbs and spices and mustard. That's what I like to do. I love, I love a canned fish and I don't care how trailer that makes me. I love it so much. I love an anchovy. I love a sardine and the You'll be stinky, but the skin will be glowing, I'm telling you. And your hormones will be super happy. Cold water fish are just the shit. Now, I you haven't heard me talk much about fats in this episode. Reason being is... Hello, Jack. Reason being is that when we're talking about what micronutrients we need, what macronutrients we need before and after a workout, the reason we don't bring fat up is because fat is something that is so vital, essential, and important, and amazing, and beautiful, but it does tend to slow down absorption. 
which is why if you want a balanced meal, pairing protein and a fat together is really going to help you stay fuller for longer, especially if you mix it with fiber. Fuller for longer. Now, if we're talking about repairing and recovering after a workout and making sure you're filling in your muscles, and again, these are mostly snacks. These aren't like full meals that we're talking about. If you're pairing, if you have an avocado toast right after a workout, that's totally fine. It's absolutely fine. But we want to make sure you're having some protein with it to prioritize that. Having fats after a workout will slightly slow down the protein getting to that repair state and the carb the carbohydrates going back in to replenish your energy levels and your and your sugar storage. So when we prioritize macronutrients before and after a workout, it's going to look like this. Before a workout, it is going to be a carbohydrate in order of significance and importance. And this is just a snack. It's going to be carbohydrate that's simpler on your digestive system to process, protein, then fat. After a workout, it's going to be protein, carbohydrate, and then a fat. Of course, if you're having balanced meals, you want to have all of these things. But to repair your muscles, to make sure that you are getting the nutrients, the energy, and the repair that you need, recovery that you need, I guarantee you having a little bit more protein after your workout is going to be so much more impactful for your fitness and your results. A lot of times if you have a really, really intense workout in the morning or sometime throughout the day you're doing that, your metabolism is going up chances are your metabolism is starting to shift and speed up because you're getting adequate protein. If you are filling in with only carbs and fats and a little bit of protein, your metabolism may not be as responsive in the way that you want it to be based on the effort that you're putting out in your workouts. I hope that that all makes sense. And if it doesn't, just send me a DM, whatever it is. Before we move into one more topic when it comes to pre and post workout, which is going to be talking about pre workout supplements. I want to touch on that briefly. So, pre workout supplements. Before we touch on pre workout supplements, I wanted to give you all a special offer. So, this is based on Mosa on Demand. You have heard me talk about Mosa on Demand. Mosa is a online workout streaming platform, they have everything and I have tried the kickboxing, there is meditation and mindfulness and recovery. Speaking of recovery and all the protein that we're talking about, we are talking, they have weight training. So if you're someone who wants to go into the gym, but you don't know exactly what to do when you're there, that is when Mosa On Demand comes into play. Maybe you're someone who works from home and you're not quite sure exactly what to do, or maybe you really want to get more resistance training in. Maybe you really want to get more stretching in. Maybe you want to prioritize something different or you just want to walk into the gym and know exactly what you're doing. Like, right? So Mosa On Demand is a really fantastic portal for anyone who's interested in taking their fitness to the next level. They have hundreds of on-demand workouts with recoveries for everyone, new movers, anyone, athletes, 
with this discount code, podcast listeners get 30 days for free on top of a 14-day trial with the coupon code HOTTERTHANHEALTH30. So again, after 44 days, a subscription is just $9.99 a month. Whether you have 10 minutes, 30 minutes, 60 minutes, they're enjoyable, music-driven, coach-driven workouts that I think you will absolutely love. Podcast listeners, again, get 30 days for free on top of an already for already 14-day free trial with coupon code HOTTERTHANHEALTH30. You can go to mosaondemand.net. Again, that's M-O-S-S-A ondemand.net. Use the code HOTTERTHANHEALTH30. That's mosaondemand.net. Code HOTTERTHANHEALTH30 to check it out for your fitness routine. When it comes to a pre and post workout, not a post workout, but a pre workout shake, drink, powder, dust, fairy goo, whatever you're taking, a lot of people think, oh my gosh, I'm so exhausted. I just need a little bit of pre workout. Remember, pre workout often has caffeine or different thermogenics that are going to really get you revved up. People have different responses to pre workout. A lot of pre-workout tubs will tell you, okay, like we've all seen that person going in and like snorting a line of pink powder before they go into their workout and then they just are beast mode hitting their fists on their chest the entire time or they're just talking really fast. Those people are repellent to me at the gym, but I've been there. I get it. I'm not going to say I haven't, didn't used to do that. Pre-workout, remember it's borrowing from later's energy to give it to you now. There will be a crash and I would strongly advise against not taking pre-workout, especially if you're not super familiar with it or if you're sensitive to caffeine, not taking it within five hours of bedtime. If you're doing like a noon workout and a little bit of pre-workout, go for it. But a lot of tubs of protein will or pre-workout will actually say, well, work up to it. Don't do a full scoop if it's your first time. So that within itself should be telling. Pre-workout, I think I'd rather have a cup of coffee. I'd rather do some jumping jacks. But if it's to the point where you've been falling asleep all day, you're crashing, you're craving, you're moody, maybe you're PMSing and you feel like you need to take pre-workout, go for a walk. It's not that important. I'd rather you have better rest later or or go into it knowing, okay, I'm going to go really slow with these weights and just be super intentional. I'm not going to be doing jumping, all these things. That's why I really like a morning workout. You have a little bit of coffee and you get your energy up and you're feeling good. That's That's why I'm a morning workout person because it actually gets my energy going for the rest of the day. If you want a more natural substitute for the pre-workout, Beets have been shown and proven in tons of different studies to help blood flow work a little bit faster and more efficiently, helping to oxygenate the blood. You have more energy. And there have been a lot of people who have said that beetroot powder and beet juice has been a game changer before they go into the gym. Now, I will say, again, this is not just an ad or a plug. I've used it multiple times. I use it during the day for energy, especially during the summer. But Organifi does have in their red juice, a lot of people use it as pre-workout because it's beet focused and it gets you amount the right amount of fructose glucose that will give you a bit of energy without crashing you later. That's something to look into again, code HTH at checkout if you want to try the red juice that has, I mean, that whole canister will last you two months. I mean, it's a lot that you're getting and you're only probably using half a scoop. Anyways, 
the organovirus juice, I love it. But doing a little bit of beet juice, if you're trying to wean yourself off of a pre-workout, that's where I would start first is having a bit of beet juice, seeing how it feels before your workout, and then you'll be good to go. I hope this has been helpful. It is now at the 32 minute mark. Next week, I'm psyched because we have, I'm doing a podcast swap, which is cringe, but I'm doing a podcast swap with a woman. Her name is Lauren and she is a dietitian who focuses on nutrition for hormones. If you have questions, if you're interested in that, make sure you're tuning in next week. Make sure you are subscribed. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcast. It is a really fantastic way for other people to be able to find the Hotter Than Health podcast. So make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a review. If you're like, hey, I really want to leave a review but don't know how, I will send you a link by link. I'll FaceTime you. I'll do whatever I can. You know that I will genuinely chuck myself off of a train to get reviews. I hope everyone is enjoying the week that they're having. I have no idea what day it is. I am fully on the outermost edges of Mars right now in my mind. Everyone, enjoy your week. I hope this has been helpful. And let me know if you try any of these pre or post workout fuel, I don't know, tidbits, helpful facts. And I'm rambling. I will talk to you all next Thursday. Thank you.